Welcome back, everybody, to the Talk Shop, Season Six, Episode Three. Uh, I'm Tom, joined today by Corey. You know who it is. You know who this be. It's your boy. S to the it A is our to boy. the mm-mm, That's a good really, ass white Sam? boy. On Juneteenth, really, you're gonna do this? What did I just do? What was I? What was I doing, Corey? I, I don't know. I just what thought was it was kind of weird. What was I doing? What do you mean? I think what it's pretty doing, self-evident. Corey? I thought that I was just doing... Uh, I, I think it's more telling that you specified specifically on Juneteenth yeah. that he was doing something. I was, I was just being charismatic. I have no idea of what you could be speaking of. Well, I would love to know if something I did was problematic, Corey. You know what? Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy Juneteenth, everybody. When this episode comes out, it's going to be well after Juneteenth, but uh, it's now a federal holiday. I get the day off in future years, so yeah, it was a sa- it was a sa- it was a Saturday this year. So yeah, you know. I you know I I haven't seen any uh, calendar notifications at work that they're doing a Juneteenth uh, observed in the states, so. I guess this year it's kind of a wash. I think the master plan is coming to fruition. You know, when Biden won uh, the presidency, um, there were a lot of very emotional reactions across the board. Uh, My favorite thing. You don't say. (laughs) My favorite thing (laughs) was my mom called me. This is a true story. My mom called me probably like a week after he'd won the presidency. And she was like, Sam, did you hear? And I was like, what? She's like, Biden is canceling Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what? Your IRL Grinch. She was like, <laughs> she's like, it was in a French newspaper. It's true. He's canceled Christmas. There's not going to be Christmas anymore because it's a Christian holiday. And I was like, the dude isn't even in office anymore. And beside that, I don't think that he has the power to just stop Christmas. Also, but now I see what's stopping you from celebrating. Yeah, it's like- not going to be illegal to celebrate Christmas. So uh, so now I see. I think she was. Right. I think the French newspaper and my mom were right. Juneteenth is going to be the new Christmas. I see. I see the cards falling into place. Christmas in June, huh? I see yeah. it. I see it happening. Is there going to be a Juneteenth Eve? Uh, there's gonna- <laughs> and who de- who delivers the presents then on Juneteenth? Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> they they dug him up. <laughs> you better watch a, out. A f- you better not flying curse on this babe <laughs> is flying on by. But who is Abe uh, Lincoln who, is coming to your house? You have to who set the, out a, the, it, instead of a Christmas tree, you have a cherry tree. How awesome is this? this wait, is wait, wait, who, who George are the Washington. What's what's the reindeer? Not, George of, Washington was a cherry tree. Yeah, damn. Yeah, yep. I suck. I cannot tell a lie. Why do you guys, why you do have you to hang an effigy. No, no, no. They make you hang an effigy of Lee Harvey Oswald. We do that instead of a Christmas tree. Okay, hang on. What Lee Harvey Oswald? You know what I would That's love? JFK. You know, how, like, you know how you go to Easter? <laughs> you know how you go to Easter? You know how you go to Easter plays? We're all over the place here. You know how you go to Easter plays? <laughs> and there's like really brutal like depictions of Christ being crucified. And it's like, the, the more brutal it is, the more like, you know, you're supposed to repent and do it. Like, is, is that just my childhood? Is that, is that, is that a universal experience? No, I mean, no, like, no, I, yeah, you're right. Okay. It's an interesting observation about like Catholic churches and stuff. It's just like, it'll be, you know, there's usually like, uh, some kind of, you know, statue of Christ on the cross is like the main what thing. What I was getting at is that on Juneteenth now, there's oh. going to be a, a Juneteenth pageant and it's going to just be the most brutal depictions of Abraham Lincoln getting shot in the head. 
<laughs> His head just exploding. Just it's gonna be like there's gonna be a whole song called White Guilt, the Broadway <laughs> Broadway musical. You know. Mm, okay. As a brief side note, uh, Corey, it was John Wilkes Booth, I believe, yes. is the name. Uh, yes, I had to Google it. Yeah, that killed Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yes, who was like schizophrenic? I think. Yeah, and he was... uh, I'm sorry, Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald did 9/11. I got it mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> Close. We should oh, uh, get man. into some that real was a topics whole lot here, of huh? stupid, right? In a row. That was just a <laughs> well, lot of like I, really I don't know what you're stupid shit, right? <laughs> I love it. We no, say this. I love it. We probably man. say this every I episode. I don't know what people are expecting when they tune in, but this is ex- this is exactly what you should. No, be I'm, I'm on it. To be honest, time. I'm feeling it. The energy is good in this uh, in this As dark, true. cold basement tonight. I'm loving it. Starting strong, Excellent. dude. I wish yeah. it was cold where I am. Holy shit. It's hot up here. See. Do you have central air, Corey? Uh, no, I have an air conditioner about four feet away from me that you are certainly going to hear in the edit. I definitely did last time, just a heads <laughs> up. It was quite noticeable. I adjusted the gate, but then it cut out like a lot of... Okay, okay I'll turn it off <laughs> yeah. right now. I will tell you right now that I have central air and it's actually too cold in my basement. It's actually uncomfortably cold down here, so I have real problems and I wish you guys would... Respect the yeah, struggle. Yeah, I have central air as well, and I'm in an office, not even in the basement, just on the main level, and it's cold in here. I'm like, I feel like I should put on a sweatshirt, which is like a nice feeling. Like, I'm never going to live in a place without central air again. I can't do it. Yeah, there's certain, uh, certain lines that you can never go, like, uh... I've uh, had a taste of heaven, and I'm never going back. Yeah, like having like, a car with Bluetooth in it, there's no going back. There's like you can never go. Or a remote start, same thing. You can't go back. Yeah, remote yeah. start yep. is not a meme. I love remote start in the that, winter. Yeah, that is that is the shit. Remote start. I don't have any remote start right now, but I'm dreaming. One day, one, one day. day I will have remote start. Actually, it doesn't really matter because I have an insulated garage, so who cares? Hate you. But uh I love how as the years <laughs> go by this podcast is just slowly growing to the <laughs> know, it's just middle like, age. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, I know. The fucking boomerous topics. <laughs> my my, yeah, my yeah, garage is remote start, but I got yeah. I, I got an insulated garage. We talked about lawn shit. care for like forty I listened to the last episode because Hey, that's a staple of this podcast. It was specifically because point. I wanted to see if you yeah. added the joke that we wanted you to add, and then I wanted to hear the crest in the wind song. Um and uh i love that we just dip into like this i mean there's like this 45 minutes of just like talking about lawn care and home repair it was good stuff that that's well see like the implication of what you're saying is that lawn care is important but i think lawn care is the greatest thing that a person can partake i agree i would listen I, I we joked around about how we never listened to the episodes and i listened to the last episode and I was like, I would listen to this because, like, it's relevant to me. It's all about how getting old sucks and how you start caring about weird-ass shit like insulated garages. And lawn care. <laughs> if you go True. back and listen to the first episode, uh, we're like, video games, and we're still like that. But mm-hmm. now we're like, video so games! Gonna be, there's going to be a heap and helping of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we had E3. Is this, that what y'all are thinking? E3, baby! Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh, so... Uh, I, just, I just want to kind of oh. go ahead. I wanted to get. I always like to get my topic out of the way first before the autism really rolls in. Okay, and, sure. Uh, <laughs> um, my my big input this week that I really want to talk to you guys about is Mia Khalifa got married. Um, I don't expect you gentlemen to know who Mia Khalifa is, but just wondering, who? does anybody know who no, that is? Who is that? 
Who, who, I'm not. Could you enlighten me? You, can you explain who this person is? <laughs> Mia Khalifa is an adult. The porn Nobel star. Prize winner. <laughs> um, she's a she's a porn star. Everybody knows okay. who Mia Khalifa is. Everybody. Oh, oh, I wouldn't okay. know anything about that. Some some sort of adult film actress. Yeah. You say <laughs> she got married, and okay. I'm not here to slut shame. I always say anything I say is is uh, the only reason I haven't slept with every person I've ever been attracted to is literally just because I had no skill in doing that whatsoever. I, I will say it a million times. I was very lucky to get married and have a wife uh, who will occasionally do that with me. Um, so I'm not here to, to rail <laughs> on her, pun intended, about how much sex she's had, but. As somebody uh, thinking about her husband, just imagine. Did she marry? I don't know. Just like the a bar dude, is or is he, is he like I a known imagine. person? Oh, no. See, you're going straight for performance. What I'm saying is just imagine being married to Mia Khalifa and knowing that at any moment, I thought a lot about this, you are at any point in time, wherever you are at, wherever, whatever you're doing, you are one Google search away from seeing your beloved wife take like a thousand giant dicks. one google away from it like it's one thing to know that like maybe your wife got around before you married her and you know that's that's between you her and the lord i don't care it's one thing to know that it's another thing entirely to know that you are like one phrase away on the google engine away from having to see it and And there might as well be a literal raining cloud over that guy all the time just like looming (laughs) over him constantly well if i may uh quote the killers real quick that's some kind of love <laughs> like there's that has over to reach this point <laughs> you know the engagement process you're getting married you're like you're moving forward with it you have to overcome an entire history <laughs> true of <laughs> getting railed by <laughs> strangers uh, would you ever google it would you would you need to know would you need to see it I mean, surely he I th- already knows. I, yeah. I don't know what you I mean. He's... Unless he's like a uh, like, is this, unless he's Amish or but something. But there's like, okay, knows. there's yeah. like, there's like feelings develop. There's there's pre, there's pre engagement looking up looking up somebody and seeing of that, course. and then there's post marriage look like. Let's just say, let's just say, for the sake of argument here, that you married someone and you had no idea. Like, let's just say you married Mia Khalifa and you you honestly were a good guy who never did not know that. You find out after the wedding that that's how do I not know what what are these conversations like? Oh, hey, you know, I've known I've known you for years. I'm going to propose ask you to marry me. I'm just doing what do you do for a a hypothetical? It's like, would you rather go to the (laughs) moon or Mars? You don't sit down and look at the logistics of rocket flight. I'm saying you get married. you, You love this person to death. You find out that they were a porn star, wildly successful, and that if you Google, you're going to see just 20 inch rods going up your your beloved wife. Do you do it? At some point, do you do it? Like, does curiosity get you? Or is that something that you just try never? Well, is that a door you never try one, to walk through? One thing's for sure. I would not allow her to wear white at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, I don't that's, know. Yeah, that's one of those yeah. things, Sam, that would, it would eat you alive. You would never... You Maybe for some period of time, you would be able to sustain not, but you could never... Like yeah. apathy can only go not. so far. You would eventually you would break. You'd have to know. I'd have to see it. Oh, but however, it. I mean, it entirely depends on the relationship. This the guy, whoever he is, might have experience, <laughs> uh, with his beloved prior to their 
uh, nuptials. <laughs> you know? Sure. Like uh, I don't know. What, what, what do you mean? He might know the history prior to like even getting to this point. Like, oh. Uh, I, I would okay. assume he does. <laughs> or right. did. Yeah, like, right. So, in this hypothetical... Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a hard one. Like if you just l- live under a rock basically is the question. <laughs> nah, he knew. I don't know how you would not know. Well, I guarantee you he knew. I mean, I guarantee like, you. Oh, there's <laughs> there's no chance that he didn't know. I was trying to just have, you know, a, a, a hypothetical discussion about what would you do sure, if sure, sure. Corey, you're the only one of us that's not married. Imagine you you fell deeply deeply in love with somebody who knows off the top of their head the proper factory manufacturer color of every guitar ever made. I mean, I, I already said like rolling. my like my hypothetical like sure like eventually I would have to know I would yeah. have like that the, that's the kind of secret that would just you, you would kill you <laughs> maybe for some period of time you could bury your head and just like nope like you could like uh you could you could convince yourself that you didn't care or didn't want to know but like that doesn't like, no way that lasts eventually you would have to know I gotta see it gotta look her in the eyes. <laughs> Uh, uh, that was my contribution. Well, hey, <laughs> from the talk shop to Miss Khalifa, um, congratulations. We wish you all the best. Congratulations. Uh, here's to a healthy, long-lasting relationship between you and yours. Here's to a literal bukkake of lifelong love, respect <laughs> of just lo- of love, love, life, respect all over your face and mutual. tits. <laughs> I don't know why you going all the way with it was funny. Yeah, just <laughs> love all over your tits. Just in case anybody didn't know what Sam said, now we're <laughs> removing any ambiguity. All right, that's that. That's that's what I got, boys. Congratulations. That's that's what you pay me for. That's all I had. Well, I'm, I'm tuning well, now, out for the rest of the podcast. It's time for us to spurg out a little bit because it's time to talk yep. about video games. <laughs> video games. We're gonna get it all the way. Yeah. All right. We'll try to keep it brief because I know. Like the you know the of the three people listening to this podcast, two of them probably don't really care much about video games. Well, they're still listening, so jokes on them. Uh, yeah. I have a big <laughs> list of them that I thought were notable that I want to run down. Sure. Uh, yeah. And then if, I guess if we miss any, uh, we can bring them up. But just kind of like lightning sure. round. Yeah. So do you uh, want to say the name, and we'll both say what we thought of it. Real, then we'll I'll give like a thirty second clip of what we thought about we it. We can do like a yay or nay. You yeah. just want to do a yeah, yay or nay? Just, or do you want to talk do a, about what looked good or I've like got what do you like, want to do? I've got like twelve games. We could just like a like a lightning run. Like I'll say one. We all give like a little spiel. Okay. Uh, sure. Keep like, it short, like fifteen seconds. Then... Like like what you noticed about it or whatever. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe right. your memory. If it's like a sequel, like something about the first game. You know, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. And on that topic, number one, WarioWare. All right. I'm. Uh, I'll jump in first. I'm hype. I like WarioWare. The WarioWare for Wii was very fun. I rented it one time. It was awesome. Um. Uh, that's pretty much my experience with it. I don't have a huge deep connection with WarioWare, but I did enjoy that one. Uh, I like I like WarioWare a lot. Um, I'm very hesitant about these kinds of franchises since I think they wrecked Mario Party with the last one they re- they released mm, for Switch. Yeah, I think when they bring back these properties as they know are an easy cash and they don't always put the time and energy into making them good. However, a good WarioWare would be awesome, and so I'll be watching it carefully. But we'll see. I'm I'm not all in on that. They've got to they've got to earn it. Uh, mm-hmm. I had an, a Nintendo DS that I like played the shit out of when I was a kid, uh, and WarioWare, the DS WarioWare, was like my favorite game. I, I I've been wanting them to make another one of these for like 
<laughs> a really long time. And so I'm I'm really excited, but I'm I'm kind of like Sam, like I I don't know what to expect, but I like really 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 hope it's good. All right. So like thermometer temperature reading, we're all cautiously optimistic, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. Yellow. Yep. Yellow okay. on the heat index. Yellow. Yellow alert. Now, I right. have this one written down. I didn't see the announcement, but someone said that there's a new monkey ball coming? There is. That's confirmed? Yep. Yes. Okay. What a weird ga- series of games those are. <laughs> the Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> there, it's in a category of its own, I think. There's uh, not really any other game that's the same. It's one of those it's games like, where like trying to exp- it's like the simplest game in the world, but trying to explain to someone what it is is really... <laughs> But I, I'm excited. Uh, that was another one I had. A, I had that on Nintendo DS. I played the hell out of some Super Monkey Ball. I don't even know which game it was. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd probably play it. I don't know if I pay like sixty dollars full price for a new Monkey Ball game, but I'd, yeah. I'd probably check it out at some point. Like uh, for me, it, that was like a kind of one of those staple rentals. Like if yeah, if I wasn't sure what to rent at the video store, Monkey Ball was always going to be something that I enjoyed playing. I played a lot of it on gamecube and i remember i have very fond memories of i think it was super monkey ball 2 i could be wrong i don't remember what the gamecube one is mm-hmm. but uh yeah i enjoyed it that yeah like you're saying i don't think i mean 60 bucks that's a lot to ask for a <laughs> monkey ball game i would probably wait for like the 30 dollar like you know four years later discount sure never play yeah, it never will do not care Never, <laughs> n- no, no, in zero. I, that's I all don't right. Know. Excellent. Well, on to number three, Battlefield twenty forty two. I, uh, I, it oh, looks like it looks like a return to form for Battlefield. Honestly, the the trailer, if the trailer is anything to go by, as far as like uh, like the mood or the sort of the aura of the game, just like being wacky as hell and like just have a shit ton of people and just doing crazy stuff, which is like what Battlefield, all the best Battlefield games have always embraced. If it's going to be like that, I'm super hyped. I'll I'll probably buy it day one uh, and mm-hmm. play the hell out of it and then forget it <clears throat> like every other Battlefield um, game. But Yeah, like, like you're saying, it looks like what Battlefield should be. I think they ate so much shit after the last Battlefield that they're probably, you know, still coughing up turds at this point. <laughs> and they're... Uh, they... They must have got somebody... <laughs> on their team to like go back and be like why do people actually enjoy this and that seems to be what this trailer and announcement was kind of all about it's like this this is what people like in battlefield um the announcement that it's multiplayer only makes total sense to me i know some people are probably upset about that but i've never i don't think since bad company one i've played a battlefield game for the single player like it, that's just not something that has entered into my mind. I completely skipped it in every battlefield since then. I, I frankly don't believe anyone who says that they're mad that there's not a single player. <laughs> it's 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 possible that they're not lying. Uh, but I think statistically, if I just assume that everybody who says that is lying, I'll be right like ninety nine percent of the time. So I I don't care. Yeah, that's fine. I think that's fair. I mean, yeah, it's battlefield. The the only reason you played it. I mean, the first battlefield was multiplayer only. Yeah, <clears throat> true fact. Uh, Sam, new Battlefield. Day one buy for me. Super hyped. I'm uh, way more of a Battlefield guy than a Call of Duty guy. I love team-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. Team-based multiplayer. I'm like you guys. I don't care about single player. Just just put a lot of time and energy into making the multiplayer solid. Um, I've confirmed there's a medic specialty uh, where you can res yes. and heal people from far away. Anybody, I love support classes in games. 
Um, and I'm one of the very few people that says that that's 100% willing to admit that it's because I kind of suck at them and like being able <laughs> to help without having to have any skills. Um, every other support player won't say that. They're like, no, we're a valid member of the team. And I no. absolutely don't have the Twitch reflexes required to be good at shooters. So I love good support. I love a good game that gives me a good support class. And I love Battlefield. I'm very excited. That is second only to one other game on my hype list from that. So. Oh, we'll get yeah. there. <laughs> um, real quick, just as a quick aside, like Sam saying, the medic class does sound awesome just from the, what they've revealed so far. And the, the, it's the best one since Battlefield 3. I think Battlefield 3 was the last one with a really solid medic class. Yeah. And there's nothing like a game with really aggressive medics. Like, that can, like, that can turn the tide or at least in like Battlefield 3 it could. Like you could if you had really good medics. Like I remember outscoring the rest of my team in Battlefield 3 playing as a medic and not getting a single kill the whole game. Dude, I'll never forget Battlefield 3, uh the Metro Underground level running around as a medic, yeah. like hurling yourself into like 40 grenades yep. to revive like 14 yep. people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. That's awesome. Yep. That's it's awesome. That's yeah. The most fun uh, you can have in a uh it's the most fun you can have in a multiplayer experience right there and uh yeah, I'm super hyped, man. And when Battlefield is good, it's so good. That's and, true. And uh, my, I mean, my favorite multiplayer game ever is is Bad Company Two. Yeah, and Battlefield Three is pretty sure. close behind, I think. Battlefield uh, Bad Company Two is this is a fun fact and a true fact. It's the first online shooter I ever actually hooked up to the internet and played online. Really? And I played the hell out of it. <laughs> like I avoid. I was. I'm really slow to adapt to things. Just even when I was younger. Um, for whatever reason, I just didn't want to go online with video games and do multiplayer. I do, I don't know why. I was 19 years old, living in the barracks in the army, and I was like, Nah, that's not for me. And uh, when I Bad Company Two was the first one where I was like, All right, I guess I'll give it a shot. <laughs> and uh, that was literally flash forward eight months later. I lost eight months of my life because all I did was play Bad Company Two online, <laughs> and it was just amazing. Bad Company Two was yeah. the shit. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, next on the list, what's uh, what number four? Here? Is Halo Infinite? Uh, don't have an Xbox. That's pretty much the answer to that one. Don't have it's an Xbox. Be a PC, and will right? not be buying. I, I don't have an. Xbox. It will be PC, but I don't Go have ahead, an Sam, Xbox. Sir. And Halo is not what will get me to buy an Xbox. So no hype. Yeah, Sorry, it's it's, it's no. I, I think uh, I I feel like Halo is not salvageable. This game, I mean. Because yeah. it was like supposed to be the big hype launch title for a console, and it's like a year later, and they're still showing us teasers and shit. It's like it's over. They've lost two <laughs> like, directors. Yeah. They've lost two yes. directors. Like it's crazy. Whatever is going on back there is a shit show. And maybe they make a good game out of it. You know, I'm I'm I'll always root for Halo because Halo One was an was a yeah incredible game. Um, and that was I'm, like a revelation. I'm not going to hate on Halo for any awesome. reason. I loved it. I loved Halo One, and I don't even hate. I love, still love the Xbox 360. Like I'm not rooting against it. Mm-hmm. I just have not seen anything to give me any reason to to feel good about it. Yeah, and, uh, and I just mean, um, like, yeah. it's sort of like in the eyes of the public, like this game has been such a shit show that it doesn't matter how good it is, it's not going to ship anything. Like they're it's, and they're not going to make any money. Reach was the last good Halo. Don't at me. True. Like. Once Bungie wasn't involved anymore, there is there is definitively something missing. I hope it's good. Halo game sense. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, I, I'm yeah, already I a Game Pass is. customer, so when it comes out, if it is good, I'll play it. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's just really unfortunate how how badly it got botched in development. I think it's it's going to hurt them a lot. Yep. 
yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, next one. Uh, uh, oh, did you have something? No, no, I was gonna say, what's the next one? Oh, okay. Next one, I know for a fact I'm the only one who cares, but new Forza Horizon game. That's like my ultimate just kill an hour game. Just cruise driver yep. on, chill, whatever. I'm super excited. It looks super cool. Uh, I that's it. I'm glad you're happy. I played man. Forza. I don't. Uh, yeah. I, for uh, you know. I could see myself like like I I'm trying I'm I'm starting to get to a point where I could see myself enjoying things like racing games or say a baseball game or a Madden game or whatever like I mm-hmm. I could see that um I've just never played it and I don't know I don't have anything to say I'm glad you're happy yeah I haven't played a Forza since Forza Four Forza Four was really dank they had it the was. Top Gear guys or Jeremy Clarkson at least but uh I I remember really enjoying it um but yeah again. And this has been a topic on the podcast before. Racing games are very much a Corey <laughs> thing. True. I'm not. I'm not into the sim stuff. I like Mario Kart. That's like as far as I'll go. Mario Kart is fun. Yeah. True. Yeah. We are right, yeah, we, uh, talking in circles there. <laughs> number six, Outer Worlds two. I think. Yeah, I think as a group, I, we've talked about how Outer Worlds two will either be. A game that disappears forever or is one of the best games that's ever been made, right? It'll either yeah, it'll either end or elevate the franchise. Um, Get, uh, I know they were in a tough position. You know, Obsidian they don't they don't make a ton of money. They make, don't make a ton of games. They're not like some massive behemoth with like a huge war chest of cash. But uh, now they have a behemoth behind them. They do. Um, and so before, I feel like Outer Worlds was a game that was like one more year away from being an legit ten out of ten. Uh, yeah, but it it just wasn't sure. quite there. It was kind of it was I don't want to say milk toast. It was like one point above of a of a milk toast game. It was it was okay, um, but like the the pieces are all there for something actually really really good to happen. And we yep. know that it can yeah. because they've done really really good before. So I'm yeah. hyped. And I I actually funny enough before this announcement even came out that there was going to be a sequel to that. I installed the game. I haven't played it yet, but I'm going to replay Outer Worlds again and give like my you know, 2 year plus or whenever the game sure. came out. That'll be interesting. Thoughts on it? I agree with everything. Because uh, we we all jumped in like day 1 and played that game and then, you know, the mega sode happened and that was pretty much the last we talked about it. But I'm really curious to go back and play it again and see how it holds up to like other Obsidian RPGs. All right, I think we're good for what's next. What's next? Uh, back for Blood. Oh yeah, yeah, hype. I yep. I think hype, my, hype, hype, I have a yep. hot take. I think zombies okay. have been around long enough that they it's kind of like the World War Two arc in FPSs where it's like they're coming back around they, again. <laughs> they're coming back. It's it's coming back. Uh, it's it's been long enough. People started to miss it again, and now they're bringing it back. And I, a game like Back for Blood. Like a, it's basically let's call it what it is. It's another. It's like Left 4 Dead four, basically, uh, or three. Uh, three. Excuse me. Um, it's just it's a spiritual sequel to Left 4 Dead, which is one of the best multiplayer games ever. It's just it's timeless. You can just play it forever. So a new one of those. Dank. I'm hyped. It looks yeah. sick. Yeah, and it's yeah again like it's like the the initial dev team of Left 4 Dead, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean. If you like Left 4 Dead, which I don't know how you couldn't. It's like such a rock solid game. When I think like solid multiplayer experiences, Left 4 Dead has got to be up there. Like it's uh, it's tight and like completely distilled multiplayer gaming yeah. cooperative. 
play. Gaming really continues to evolve away from single player experiences just for me because I love to combine my social time with my free time uh, in that way. And, and there are exceptions to that rule, but by and large, like if I can have a really good, t- like if I can roll out with the homies in, in a way that doesn't require, you know, us all trying to figure out when we can get together and go somewhere, you know, all the logistics mm-hmm. that go into it, especially when we live all kinds of different places. If, I, if there's a game that comes out where I can roll out and get on chat and just have a good time and like coordinate and, and pass like a Friday night away, uh, I'm like, that's like awesome. And Back for Blood definitely looks like something that will provide that uh, in excess. So I'm super hyped for that. I think that's going to be a, a day one buy for me too. I'm, I'm excited about that. Excited to shoot some zombies with you guys. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Is it crossplay? Because I know you guys are going to get on. PC. Uh, I really it hope it. I. Re- it's one of those. Um, I, yeah. I, I think, think at it, this point, yeah, they they probably have no choice. Like crossplay is becoming so unanimous with all multiplayer games at this point. It would be really surprising if it wasn't to me. Yeah, but, uh, I think if it wasn't, I'd buy it on PlayStation because it's one of those games. It's yeah. that game is for the boys. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is that is the definition of like for the boys game. Like, there's some there's sacrifices you make as a PC. Yeah, gamer like if to there's a game, the boys. if there's a game that I'm ex- that like I'm excited to play myself and also has multiplayer, I'll buy it on PC. But like a game like this that's literally just for the multiplayer, uh, yeah, PlayStation all the way. Cool, for sure. Uh, what's next? Uh, Far Cry Six. Mm-hmm. okay that's an interesting one uh the more i think about far cry 5 the more i actually like it yeah i like i like the direction they took i know <laughs> and we talked about this right when it came out when we were kind of giving our thoughts on it the whole meme of i can't wait to shoot mega trump supporting <laughs> racist hip like fucking psychopaths mm-hmm. and it's like it wasn't that yeah like i i don't know why People seem to like completely overlook that it's supposed to be like a David Koresh situation. Mm-hmm. It was just a political climate at the time. Everything. Yeah, yeah like, it was a it was a product like that that like drama it's, was it's, like a, it was no a secret. product of the time for sure. It's no secret that I did not like Trump. I was not a fan of Trump, but I cannot deny that he has a superpower that is it comes around like once in a generation and that and this is I'm dead serious. Trump had a way of making everything about him. Just through his magnetism oh, or charisma, yeah. but like he wasn't like he did not give a shit about Far Cry Five. But just by his existence, he made it about him. And yeah, uh, yeah I think people like just with the time that it came out, everybody made it about that. But it really wasn't a political game. It was more of a. I mean, like I said, I, I was never excited to shoot people that supported Trump. I was very excited to shoot an insane kidnapping cult. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know, I was, I was yeah. super hyped about that. So. Yeah, and it's like it's a really interesting story. I actually like I, I know initially I was kind of lukewarm about the ending, but the more I think about it, it's like, you know what, that is actually a pretty legit ending. Like it I liked how that game wrapped it was ballsy. up. It wrapped up pretty neat. It was ballsy. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm hoping because there's already been some like fucking political turmoil around this game that's not even out yet. Where, you know, people are thinking it's like a commentary on just politics and it's like, two in uh, a row ubisoft is doing it on purpose now right just for well, like for, for sure they, are, they for have sure. to be yeah absolutely the first They're, one like, was they like get more sales from getting angry people i'm sure true. than yeah. they would otherwise well, well they, they they what they're known spread. for now is good antagonists and yes. that's that's like their thing and they really haven't had a great antagonist since boss 
So really, they've had one good antagonist. I mean, oh, don't dude, at me. Voss? Don't at me. Oh my Voss was god! Really good. And he Va- wasn't even like the main antagonist of I that just, game. I just, I didn't put it together. Fucking until, Nacho from yeah, uh, yeah. Better Call I didn't put that together until literally a week ago. I'm he's not joking. It. He's killing it in Better Call Saul too. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> he oh, is, dude. He, that guy is amazing. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the, the he's the, the second, complete size. He's the second best character. Whatever on the that hell show. that guy's name is, <laughs> I don't know. His we can just call Voss. Voss, that guy. He is a fantastic actor. Yeah. Absolutely. And both and in two mediums, which is kind of rare. Uh, Michael Mando like he, is his name. Michael, Michael Mando? Mando? Okay. That's a badass yep. name. It is a badass name. <laughs> There's no way yeah, that's that his guy, real name, but I'm down for that. Michael that guy's Mando. God tier. He's Canadian. Yeah. He's Canadian. All the best stuff comes from Canada. Can we talk about that? Are we going to talk uh, about that one day? Are you going to talk about how all the best stuff comes from Canada? Fucking leaves. I don't leaves. know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Some 41 is from Canada. Somebody once from Canada? They yeah. definitely seem like a California Avril band. Avril Lavigne is from Canada. Well, I knew that, but yeah. And I don't care what you say about Avril Lavigne now. Back in the day, hmm. she awakened things. Oh yeah, she awakened. They invented he was a asbestos. Boy. <laughs> said, "See you later, boy." All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Asbestos ta- oh, aside, yeah, Far Cry Six. I can tell you exactly what Far Cry Six <laughs> is going to be for me. Yeah. It's going to be a game that right now I'm like, oh, I'll wait for a sale. I don't need to buy that day one. And then it'll be like an itch in the back of my head, and I guarantee you I'll buy it day one. I will have a completely above mediocre time with it, but then as soon as I turn it off, I will forget about it. And um, yep, I mean that's yeah. Ubisoft, right? Like that—that's how it'll that's, be. That is like their thing. It will do. Like, it will do what Far Cry games do best. It will be the perfect, the best in the world stopgap while I'm waiting for a game I actually am super hyped about. <laughs> so that it'll is keep, so it'll true. Keep me that is painfully true. It'll keep me occupied and entertained until then. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That is that is probably the most succinct. Like if we were going to uh, rate that one, I would, description I would, of Ubisoft games I've ever heard. In I would call life. that an inevitable yellow alert. Like I I know I'm going yeah, to buy yeah, it yeah. right now. I I could take it. Like I'm not marking it on my calendar. Like I can't wait. No, I'm but. I know for a fact that the day will come out. I'll be walking out of the store with it, and I'll have no plans to do so until that day comes. But that's just how it goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So next one, this one's going to be brief. It's just on here because it's like, what the fuck? An Avatar game? Oh. Like James I, Cameron yeah. Avatar? I, I have. I hate Avatar. Have I ever said making, that on here? Why would they? What, have I ever said that on here? Have I ever talked about you how much both, I hate Sam. Avatar? I've never. How seen much it. I just Avatar find it sucks. so devoid of anything constructive or <laughs> of valuable. Like I have. I I hate Avatar to the point of it being um, probably unacceptable. Like I genuinely <laughs> despise everything about Avatar. I hate that it exists. I hate that it's one of the best-selling things of all time. I despise. I hate I hate the fact that there's a robot in it with a knife that they pull out of a sheath. I hate everything about Avatar. Yeah. I cannot tell yep. you. I hate their weird hair sex. I hate that they're weird blue furry people. I hate that it's just uh, yep. dancing with wolves, dances with wolves. I, I hate Or I Pocahontas. Hate, I hate Avatar. I hate Avatar. Okay? Like, it's <laughs> oh, passionate yeah. about no, it. No, I agree, man. I fucking, yeah. That is the most, po- that is definitively probably in my lifetime the most overrated thing of all time it is so ass <laughs> like it, it's god i mean like immediately when they came out the the comparisons to pocahontas were like apparent it's like that same story they just it's rinse repeat yep. exactly i am dead serious thing. i am dead serious about this i will buy a <laughs> copy of i will i do not do this i will buy a copy of the avatar game 
so that I can literally break it in half and take a shit on it. I just <laughs> <laughs> Sam. We'll Sam, we need um, we need get those clicks. I want, I want to see like a full Sam playthrough of the Avatar game like, <laughs> I, with commentary. I hate Avatar so much. <laughs> I think that pretty much wraps up the Avatar thing. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, we all hate it. Number 10, New Metroid. Oh! <laughs> Mama me! I don't have a horse here, so Tom, take oh, it away. Oh, I have a hard-on right now. <laughs> Just even the name. I'm fucking erect as shit. No, like, uh, I don't know if it's come up on the podcast, actually. Your love of Metroid? I, I'm not sure it has. I fucking love Metroid. I'm actually right here sitting at my desk. I'm looking up, and I have a Super Metroid poster. Tom's like desk nice is framed... like two inches off the floor right now. Yeah, it's like it's tilted back. <laughs> but above it is a Super Metroid poster. I fucking love Metroid. Metroid's awesome. Metroidvania games are probably my favorite type of game of all time. Um, This Metroid was... Rumored to be in development when they released Metroid Prime 2. So that game came out in like, I don't know, 2004? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, they, they've, they've released, like, Samus Returns since then. That was a pretty good one. It was a remake of a Game Boy version. And I actually think it was a pretty legit game. I really enjoyed it. But, god damn, I, I played the shit out of Zero Mission for Game Boy Advance. I played the shit out of Metroid Fusion for Game Boy Advance. Uh, I am so beyond hype. I fucking love Metroid. I'm so glad that they're doing a 2D Metroid before Prime comes out. I'm equally as hyped for Prime. I, you know, whenever we hear anything about that besides like a title card, I'm gonna be elated. But Metroid is dank. So 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 so. This is this was the number one announcement out of all of these E3 <laughs> announcements for me. Like Metroid is awesome. I fucking love it. Um. So all right. I have a feeling that we're, there's this is this is going to recur later on in this list. Um, there are games that I just know mathematically, empirically, objectively are very good, um, but I just cannot get into them. Metroid and Zelda are probably the two biggest ones. I have tried multiple times uh, to get. Those into are like both. my two favorite games. <laughs> I know. I, I I know they're good. I'm not hating on them. Like I there's I have. No emotional response. I've tried so many times to get into them because they are such huge franchises beloved by so many. And I can't get into them. And I know the old Metroid I like more than Zelda. Um, I like everything about Metroid's world and look and flavor and everything. Um, but there comes a point in every Metroidvania game, even like Castlevania, right? Any of them. There comes a point where you get some skills or you've explored like a majority of the map and then they want you to just go around and experiment with your new skills and stuff until you find where you're supposed to go next. And my spazzy, mm -hmm. spurgy ADHD brain cannot handle that in a game. Um, the retracing of steps, yep, and, that kind of well, like, thing. It, yeah. it's, it's mindlessly retracing. It's that point where they want you to explore and figure out where you're supposed to go next. And you've got a giant map, and you're sitting there like in the top right corner, and you've, you know it's going to be easily an hour to three hours of just poking around at the wall until you figure out where you're supposed to go next. And that is where I will turn every one of those games off and never turn it back on again. I, I can tell you That's... that is what will happen with any Metroidvania time again kind of game I try to get. Um, this is another one where I'm really excited that you like it. I, I could see myself buying it because I love 2D uh, side-scroller games in general. And like I said, I like everything about Metroid from a distance. Um, but I think that the same thing would happen. I would play it a couple times and then never turn it back on again. That's fair. I think that's completely fair. Like, 
<clears throat> Metroidvania, uh, Metroidvania games are... I don't... I'm not... I mean, at this point, they're almost niche. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, early on, that was kind of a common thing, right? Like, it's just, it's just kind of how games were made. But, like, nowadays, that's not a hugely popular genre anymore. Uh, I totally understand why people don't like them. I just have such, a, like, a deep, like, intimate connection yeah. <laughs> with Metroid and those kind of games where it's just, like, I it just, like, it tingles all the right almonds. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, it tingles all right. I will say it's it's a shame because the beginning of Metroidvania games, like, the beginning of Castlevania Symphony of the Night is, is the standout example. Some of the best solid gameplay that there is. I love playing oh, the beginning yeah. of those games. I love it. And I love I have a ton of fun with the bosses game, and everything. I have I have a blast. That game is worth it just to get to the credits. Re- real quick, anybody who's listening, listen to the credits song uh for Castlevania Symphony of Night. It's by Cynthia Harrell, who also did Snake Eater. Oh really? Ooh. Wow. And cool. uh I it, just pull it up. I'm not even going to say anything about it. Just pull it up and listen to it and then tell me that it's not a good game just based on that song alone. <laughs> I will. I will do that. Remind <laughs> me in the chat later. Um, I will. I, I will legit do that. Um, but yeah, I uh, props to them. It, it looks solid. Should we move on to the next one? We spent a lot of time on that. Uh, yeah, this is yeah, the last sure. one. The one we've all been waiting Sorry, for. Sorry, I was sparking out. Or the one that Sam's <laughs> no, been okay. waiting for. Just Dance 2022. <laughs> um, all right <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. i just like looking at those silhouettes jiggling I just like, uh, uh, I Elden just like Ring dance, dance. it's finally here Ooh. the years oh. the years oh. of rumors oh. and waiting oh I'm gonna oh not and the leaked trailers and the the, oh the George R.R. Martin it's never coming out the <laughs> the anxiety it's all over it's finally here Sam take it away um so holy hell does that game that game looks like <laughs> that game looks like the game that I would retire from gaming from forever just to it's, say it's that like I, the game where like somebody had a picture of you on their desk and they were it, like it, I'm gonna make that this guy one's a for game. Sam it's a Viking <laughs> it's it's a Nordic Viking ass Dark Souls game with a dragon with a lightning sword and breathe by oh my god it could bring me to tears I love Elden it is Ring. probably the Elden most Ring. metal game I, I've seen in recent it looks history. pretty sick yeah there's there's all these little flashes of just brilliant I don't know I want to I just want to suck on the brain of the the person who does the designs for these things in these games because they just find a way to break your brain in such intriguing ways um there's like the floating uh deer spirit floating around that's, that's and like the turtle tree and thing like the turtle tree and that thing was super cool the yeah. the fucking pots with arms and legs yeah yeah, yeah man i oh, mean yeah. i don't know if you're kidding or not i think just all everything they pottery, do is so baby. dope all the little arms like arms are clearly a very big thing in this like i don't know if the more arms <laughs> you have the stronger you are which is just a rad metal idea i don't know um I, I, I hear you, you guys. At? I hear you guys saying like, "Oh, it's open world." I, I we've talked about it. Obviously, you're you're concerned about the open world elements. Horse gameplay typically is not good in games. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> my my yeah. only complaint: I don't mind horses and mounts and whatever in games. Uh, I just think any any game that makes me engage in combat, like well, in a car or on a mount or something that's always trash if it's just yeah. like i just need to go from point a to b and there's like cool shit to do or see along the way great cool awesome but like 
any kind of combat or like sword play or whatever well on a horse or in a car or something i i've never like enjoyed that in a game ever so mm. uh, the, i doubted from soft with sekiro um because i'm just not super interested i wasn't interested in like the uh the arm mechanic and some of the stuff they were showing i remember kind of being on the fence about sekiro to tell you the truth i didn't really like the resurrecting shadow thing or anything like that um and of course that was easily one of the most rewarding gaming experiences i've ever had um, oh yeah so i will never doubt from south like i just i believe that if there's anybody that can pull off open world it'll be them um ghost of tsushima actually helps alleviate some of my um cynicism about open world too because ghost of tsushima was open world and was probably my favorite game of the last year at least maybe two that years. game was so cool that um, game is dank as shit so I'm super optimistic. I I mean, do I even need to say that I I will I will buy the legendary dipped in gold version of Elden Ring and I will frame <laughs> it somewhere. I uh, it ju- it does it looks like is that going to be like a Xenogears uh, type game for you? Do you think I, I, like something I that genu- lasts the the span of time? I genuinely think that it's going to be like like you guys said, and it's it's not you it's not a joke. Like it does literally look like they sat down and were like, let's make a game for Sam. Like, that's what it looks like. <laughs> and uh, I, 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 it's even more than like video game hype. That's like, like the, I have the same feeling for that, that as a kid, if you found out you were going to like Disney world, like I'm genuinely that excited. And, I'm, and maybe that's embarrassing to admit. I am beyond hype about Elden ring. I think that that is going to be like an event, not even a video game. I think that's going to be an event in my year. So yeah. Excellent. Um, we've been talking about video games for about th- 35 minutes or so. Yeah. We should probably lightning round the rest of these. Oh, that's sure. it. That was the last one. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. I got a couple of real quick ones. Are okay, we just doing a yay or nay to lightning round it then? Are we just doing yay or nay? Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, okay. Metal Slug Tactics. Yay or nay? Uh, eh. Hi, yay. Okay. Very yay. Very, okay. very yay. Very I'm a yay as well. I'm indifferent. I'm if it's good, I'll play it. Uh, New Mario Party. Yay or nay? They got to earn that. I mean, I'm a nay right now. <laughs> they got to. Okay, sure. Yeah. They cheated on me and, and they got to do. They got to buy I'm me that. I'm a yay. Uh, I believe it. The fact that they're making a new one so soon, they know they fucked it up. They're they got to buy right. me. Like, you. what was that basketball player that cheated and his wife came out with like a giant diamond ring the size of Pluto? <laughs> uh, I don't know anything don't, about basketball, so I'm know. not sure. But, uh, somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. Nintendo has to get me the Pluto sized diamond ring for me to trust them again with that. So that's where I'm a nay right now. All right, uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five, Bruv, It's a JRPG. That is like one of the biggest yays that there is. It's turn-based, and I cannot wait. I just beat. <laughs> I didn't beat. I, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I turned on and played three, the remake, a couple times, and then turned it off. Wait, <laughs> we'll what was the game? Uh, what was that game? I only know one thing, and that is to kill chaos. Oh God, oh. that's Final <laughs> Fantasy uh, <laughs> Origins. The new Final that Dragon trailer is the yeah. most retarded thing I've ever kill seen. Chaos. That's the most Japanese shit I've Who ever seen in my entire life. I am the embodiment of chaos. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what that was. I don't. I'll oh tell you what. God. We're talking about it. I don't. I. That's that's what that that trailer was. What people think video games are. That's what they true. Think. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, like yes, you asked my like mom the, to write to yeah. write a yeah. trailer for a video game. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Uh, okay. Uh, wait. I had another one. Oh, uh, Advance Wars One Plus Two. Yeah or nay? That was yeah. my third biggest type. Third biggest type of the entire E3. Like that. I I had not thought about Advance Wars. I used to. That's the one that I played the hell out of. Instead of like WarioWare, what you were talking about, Metroid. I played a ton of Advance Wars and Advance Wars Two. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I got sure. that warm feeling in my Ghibli's. I, I cannot wait to play that again. Yep. And uh, just real quick, the people complaining about the art style. Wh- what do you it- want? <laughs> Yeah, like what the it. fuck? Calm down, Jesus! I like, like, are there people complaining def- about it? I liked it. Oh I, yeah, I they're like, either. oh, this is was the original best for the Chinese art direction. It's like, it. What the fuck do you want? It's Advance Wars. Like, who gives a shit? It's gonna play the same. Just because the thumbnail of the person you're playing is slightly different, you're gonna fucking have a bitch fit. Sometimes Jesus you gotta step literally away from unplayable. The yeah, true. <laughs> you gotta go touch grass. You gotta go outside. Sometimes you gotta get away. I hadn't heard any of the pushback on it. I looked up the trailer and I was like, "Yep, looks like Advance Wars. I will. That's yeah, a day no, one buy. Like, yep. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I hope there's um, multiplayer. I hope it's online. I hope that they do that. That would take that game to another level for me. For sure. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, if we're forgetting anything, we'll. I'm sure we'll bring it up next episode or something. Yeah, the, but. the three that really stuck out to me were uh, Elden Ring, Advance Wars remake, and um, Battlefield. Those were the three okay. that I, I left yeah, feeling real hard about. That's a good idea. What's it, like the top three? All right, uh, Corey, what's uh, your top my three? My top three in no particular order is uh, Forza, Battlefield, and Back for Blood. Okay. Oh, good choice. Mine is definitely Metroid. Um, second is probably uh, Advance Wars. Third, probably Metal Slug Tactics. I don't know. I've been on a huge tactics game. Is there any gameplay? I, I love tactics games. They're, we've talked about Command and Conquer and all that stuff. And the turn-based only. You know, I love turn-based JRPGs. I love turn-based combat. And I love strategy stuff. So has there any gameplay out for the Metal Slug tactics? I only saw, like, it was coming. Is there's there any- very, very brief. In the, in, the tra- in the initial trailer, there's very brief, like, segments of, like, what the gameplay is probably going to look If they live like. up, because the Metal, Metal Slug uh, artwork is iconic. And oh, I'm such a huge God, fan of it. Dude. That is like nutworthy every time I see yeah. it. Like I don't like the amount of effort and time put into those pixel art animations are insane. And on the bright side, like everything from the trailer looks like they're adhering very closely to the original animation style and everything. So that's super yeah. hype. That's a day one buy for me too. That, that, for sure. that definitely sounds awesome. Yeah. Um actually what am I saying? We haven't even talked about Breath of the Wild 2. I'll I'll just like briefly, just a very brief Love Breath of the Wild. Super hyped for Breath of the Wild 2. I'm hoping, based on like the initial announcement trailer and everything, I'm hoping this is this is to Ocarina of Time what Majora's Mask was. That's what I'm hoping. I don't know if that's cap- if Nintendo's capable of that kind of thing anymore, but that's what I'm hoping for, and that's all I really have to say about it. I think that I could get really into a Breath of the Wild sequel if they just calm down on the weapon-breaking mechanic. Because I really... That I was, was pretty shit. I yeah, was so I close agree. to like... Like I just... I put Zelda in with Metroid as games that I know are good and know... I, I have zero hate for. Um, I'm kind of over that mechanic in games in general. Like my shit breaking all the time. I'm done with it. It's just tedious, right? Like I'm just... Yeah. I, I hate tedious maintenance. Like what does that add to the experience? I don't want to say... I can't think of... I don't want to say like just globally get rid of it. Because maybe there's a game like where you could have a pretense where it works. But like... I'm just too tired for it now. Fuck it. I'm done. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could. Um, but, uh, I'll, I'll be watching that with great interest. <laughs> for sure. I'm pretty hyped for that. Oh, also um, one quick sentence about Shredders. That like snowboarding game looked cool. Cool. I have not seen anything on it. I just it was wanted, like I, the old PlayStation. I forget what they were called. 
I don't even want to oh, talk like about like hyper snowboarding for N64. Yep. I just want to oh. talk about how confused I am that Square Enix, who has like Final Fantasy 16 and stuff coming out, spent like an hour with a Guardians of the Galaxy game. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, they paid oh, they paid yeah. four trillion dollars to licenses, so they're going to give but it all like, the all the time in the world. What a weird chance to take! Like, I I don't know who that game's for. I <laughs> they're like be Star Lord. I was like, does anybody really? Can I say like, is that I, the fantasy? They um they fucked up. Marvel did with Avengers. They they fucked up the transition really, really, really bad, uh, because it, now you see in all of the Marvel licensed stuff, all the games and whatever, none of them are linked to the to, to the actors' likenesses at all. Yeah. Um, and I think that they uh, maybe so. I'll I'll throw a bone after this. Maybe I'm not giving them enough credit. Maybe they're just ripping off the bandaid. But uh, I feel like maybe they under they overestimated people's attachment to the characters. And and underestimated people's attachment to the actors playing them because like no one gives a mm. fuck about Iron Man if it's not Robert Downey Jr. No one gives <laughs> a yeah. True. I think with the exception of a, of a few, maybe like Spider Man or something. Um, with the exception of like a couple characters, no one gives a shit about the characters themselves. They just don't. At least I not watched, enough. Not enough to sell AAA games. Uh, I watched can that I trailer. I, real... I watched that trailer because I was I I will hand it over to you to Tom in just a minute. I watched the okay. trailer because I was just curious about, like, I was waiting for Final Fantasy news and stuff like that. And I've never seen such a tired looking, like, right from, all it was was trying to sell energy and, like, oh, this is a game you gotta try. I've never I seen a game chaos. from the ground, from the ground up that just looks so commercial and unmotivated. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dude, everything about that just looked like a tired video games, video game mechanic. And I was like, they did the opposite. of If they'd just been like a Guardians of the Galaxy game is coming out, it's like an RPG, I'd have been like, oh, I might look into that one day. The trailer showed me everything I need to know to know that I will never play that game. True. Uh, yeah. Okay, Tom, go ahead. Sorry. Um, Kind of forgot what I was going to say. Real quick, I have to take a piss. I know this is unorthodox for a talk shop episode, but I do have to take a leak. I will be right back. All right, well, I'm going to get it. Feel free to keep talking. Yeah, I guess. All right, never mind. I'll stay here. Sam, just you and me. We can talk shit about Tom always gone. Yeah. What if you always? He's, he's always peeing. True. He pees every. He pees in his pants. Just he pees in the pees car every day. He pees every day. One time he, he messaged me at work. He told me he peed on his boss's desk. I couldn't pee. believe it. <laughs> pee once a month like a man. <laughs> <laughs> True. Sam, what have you been up to uh, this last week? Anything? two weeks uh, this last week last couple weeks i mean man i've been uh, i i i mean we're biggest news that i have is that i got a pellet grill for father's day it's up in the van oh, yeah. right now i gotta put it together um i've been getting really into grilling um you're like the boomer meme now like you're, yeah, you're fully there dude there's there's something real and gratifying about cooking a really delicious steak that you give to somebody and that they enjoy every bite of it True. um and i mean it's such it's it's perfect for me in the fact that it's not necessarily difficult it's it's like the bass guitar it's so easy to start <laughs> and i could probably spend a lifetime uh mediocre at it and people will still be glad that i did it <laughs> sure um, which is right in the sam realm of of good acquirable <laughs> skill <laughs> like if i don't if if i can be appreciated without having to try too hard mm, mwah, that's exactly the kind of shit that i get down oh with. i've got uh, a topic that we can start because t- okay. tom never watched back. this oh he's, he's here back. okay um, can we talk just it just briefly it doesn't have to be long about the fact that they're bringing back Dexter oh sure yeah oh my god 
And they're doubling down on the ending too. Like he's still out Dude, there in the I woods. Know. He's Please, still out there. if anything ever was begging on its hands and knees, pleading, clinging to your, like, just brutally ugly crying, clinging to your clothes. Please, please, please retcon me. And they didn't do it. No. I can't they... believe it. I guess, <laughs> like, what's the story to tell? There? I mean, I don't give a shit about his kids. I don't, I don't care about where his kid ended up or, like, where his kind of pseudo-murderer girlfriend, like, is. And, God, like... I've never, I've never been watching something I th- it was a bigger disappointment than Game of Thrones to me, because at I least at least I finished watching Game of Thrones. I don't think it was worse than Game. I think Game of Thrones fell further from higher, yeah. uh, but uh, it didn't. Oh my! I I don't know, dude. I I it was so bad. Like um, back in the day when it was coming out, it was like it was like Breaking Bad levels of hype for me. I was like watching it week to week. I was like, oh, oh yeah, my same, god, man. this is what's same. gonna happen to oh, and then it it declined so quickly. Uh, I stopped watching completely with like three episodes left in the season. I just didn't care anymore. I was a huge Dexter fan back in the day. Huge. Mm -hmm. Watched it every week. Um, and yeah, it was, I I watched it all the way through to the end. Uh, I was living in Park Point at the time and me and my roommate both watched it every week. And I remember when it was over, we're just like, what the actual hell was that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it, the thing that you have to remember is that it, it had been bad for a long time. Oh yeah. Season four was pretty much a masterpiece season and then it was like i don't know if they just tried to coast from there or if they were out of ideas and it was just one of those things that lived past its purpose um but that's why i i think that if it had been it, like if the final season had come right after season four i think it would have been worse than game of thrones uh just because it wouldn't have been such a slow death um, <laughs> yeah but like, i guess i just i i'm always like here's the thing i'm so like wildly curious about what they're like there has to be a story they I'll want to tell it. to bring sure. Dexter back like there has to be a reason yeah I'll watch somebody it. had an idea that they were really pumped about or um, Showtime literally had no other content that, <laughs> to go to go to. it's a golden it's a golden I would take TV. the ladder like, all of the writers uh, there's so many writers out there making such good shows um and maybe it's a quick grab for nostalgia I, I don't think that Dexter has enough fans though to justify that maybe I'm wrong about that I mean, they're, they're, I think it was, um, I think maybe you're misremembering just how big it was. I might, that's entirely possible. I think, um, I guess it was for its era of television, it was like one of the bigger shows of the time. And uh, now it's different because, like, since then, like, uh, we had like Mad Men and Breaking Bad and, uh, Game of Thrones and, you know, like all these monster shows. But I think of like before that, like, watershed, this Dexter was one of the bigger ones for sure. Okay, I, I mean, I was the only person I knew that watched it when it was coming out. Um, literally within like a hundred mile radius, it's what it felt like. <laughs> I didn't know anybody else that cared about it, so it could very well be. Like, I remember The Sopranos being gigantic, and like, notoriously, I rented a hotel room just to watch the finale. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> um, I don't remember Dexter feeling that big. I bet you a bunch well of people did been. that for The Sopranos. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just sure. for HBO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I was uh in Virginia, I was stationed in Virginia and uh was still in a training environment and couldn't like there I there was no other way to do it, so I went and I rented it was a Sunday night and I went and rented a hotel room <laughs> and watched the Sopranos finale live. That's funny. All right, yeah, all right, that's all I got for I Dexter. I don't want to cut you guys off, but we should plow through some of these topics and we should get to crust in the wind. Hell yeah. 
and then yeah, uh, we're already an hour we'll, in. Yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know we're going pretty. Deep. I've got a. I've got uh, a quick one. Here's a, Let's make like Mia Khalifa's new well. husband and plow. <laughs> yeah, I got a quick one. Uh, what's your quick one? Uh, my quick uh, one. Uh, vitamin D isn't a meme. I thought forever that it was. I see like people talking about you know people um, talking about like seasonal depression and shit or how like oh they can't wait for the sun to come out. Da, da, da. I always thought it was a meme. I'm just some nerd sitting outside playing computer games. Uh, I recently took up bicycling. I Hell bought a yeah. bike. I've been going out um, past couple of weeks. I've went out pretty much every every day or every night at some point, mo- mostly during the day. Uh, and now I find myself in paradise. Right, I'm in my house. I've got the air conditioning on. I'm in my office at my computer playing video games. Right, I'm like this is what life's all about. And then. I hear the siren call of the outdoors, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" It actually the vitamin D is working. It actually is it's a also real the thing. natural endorphins <laughs> from exercise. Just by the way, sure, for sure. it's yeah, both of those sure. things. The sure, sure. High. But I mean, the like, runner's I, high is also not a meme. I never ever experienced it unironically before. It was like, you know what I really want to do right now? Go outside. Like, nah, that Dude, was that bike. was never me. Biking is my main source of uh, cardiovascular exercise. I go out at least once a week. I do a twenty miler at least once a week. And, uh, 20 G good Lord. Yes, sir. I've done over 3000 miles on my bike. I don't look like it because unfortunately biking is not particularly, uh, stressful unless you like go up hills and stuff like that, which is mm-hmm. what we were talking about with the grill. If it's, if it's technically something that you can be proud of, but isn't particularly difficult, you're going to find me there, uh, pissing all over it to make it mine. <laughs> um, and, uh, biking is amazing, man. But vitamin D is definitely like... This is old Nurse Sam talking. Don't choose which science you want to believe in, everybody. I had somebody, again, tell me that they didn't want a COVID test the other day because they don't believe in COVID. Um, they don't... What did they say? What were their exact words? They didn't... They, they said, I don't do the whole COVID thing. Um, <laughs> it's not... It's not at Netflix. You don't get to choose to subscribe to it. It's very real. Vitamin D is absolutely a vital part to your mood and your health. I'm glad you found it, Corey. If, if you're suffer from seasonal depression or if you feel like you might have a problem please talk to your doctor uh get your vitamin d level tested do some other stuff like that um because yes it will do wonders for you right on that's fine yeah that's all i got uh my quick one this is a classic tom uh inane bullshit topic people who say etc instead of etc true you got problems Pick up a dictionary. It's et cetera, not et cetera. I'm Stop saying et cetera. True. I know that everybody here thinks that I am very learned and very intelligent. The kind of man who would never mix up George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Um, <laughs> I, I really am just like a, a big drunk Irish guy crashing through life, man. And I say and think things so wrong all the time. I, I know it's etc. But see, I almost just did it there, unironically, etc. I almost just did it. Um, and that wouldn't have been a joke to bug you. But I, I can tell you I say etc. all the time. It just rolls off the tongue better. Well, stop. You know what I'm saying, etc. Stop it. Stop it. Stop Get it. Get some help. Etc. Get some help. I also like, you know, sometimes to order meals without pickles on top. And apparently that's like the devil too. So I don't know. I don't know why you guys hang out with Scum me. Scum of the earth. <laughs> pickles are life uh, here's another quick one we can kind of burn through we were talking about this in our uh, group chat flag designs like national flag designs are mm. lame there's not enough 
interesting flag designs. You would think somebody would want to make it really badass. Like, that has to be a conversation people have. Like, they've got to be like, let's make our flag super, super badass. Like, I want a dragon tearing the head off of our enemies or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's what the old, like, uh, uh, like Western Europe medieval flags were. They were all, like, crazy shit. They yeah, were like, like they were like flaming, like yeah, like flaming suns burning shit and like giant dragons. Yeah, they were sick. Or like sea monsters and and now it's like tridents. you can pick three colors and you have to make them bars and that's it. I will say that I have a very very deep and very true love of like the American flag and the Union Jack. Um, both of them. It's nice. Uh, the American flag. The Union Jack's kind of cool. The, the 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 Union Jack is home because that's where I grew up. Uh, over in England until I was 13. And so I get that kind of probably good old fashioned, like, oh, that's like home in a way. And the American flag, that just, just kicks the patriotism on, man. I'm wearing, I'm no joke, I'm wearing American flag shorts right now. Hell yeah, bro. And I have an American flag yeah. air freshener in my car. Hell yeah. I love America, man. I may not love everything America does, but I do love this country. And I love the American flag. I don't care. God damn. <laughs> I like with the Union Jack, they're like, okay, we have like, you know, three nations here and we're all going to be in the United Kingdom. Let's just combine all the flags into one. Yeah. And they just literally just like merged them all and made the Union Jack. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that was my short topic. Perhaps now is the time to jump into our newest segment. Wait, Sam, did you have one? Uh, or was that it? No, I just wanted oh, to talk wait. about Mia Khalifa in the beginning. That's all I had. Unless there's wait, more yeah, in the I th- chat. But you had one more you did at have the beginning. One. You, had, you had Biker Gang Adventures. That was it. Oh, yeah, this is just a Sam story. If we don't have time, it's okay, or we can edit it out. No, go matter. ahead. Go ahead. So I <laughs> I deliver cakes for my wife on Saturdays. I've told you guys about I've mentioned it on the podcast before. My wife is a growing baker, just like Tom's wife uh, is a baker. Fortunately, they're not uh, in competition with each other because we're so far apart. Otherwise, you know, there'd be blood spilt by now. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> there's, there's no gang wars like bakery gang wars, let me tell you. <laughs> yes. Um, the bloods and the crips run when they see two bakers coming to town. <laughs> Um, for sure. But I deliver cakes for my wife on Saturdays because, um, honestly, I want her to get big enough that I don't have to work anymore. I'm dead serious about that. <laughs> um, so in the parking lot of the gas station where we do most of our deliveries, there's now officially a biker gang that on Saturdays is there. And they meet up there and uh, they get ready. They They either stop there while they're on the road or they... um meet there to get going i don't know but they're always there around the same time that i'm you gotta make them like harley cupcakes or something it's like between 9 and 12 in the morning i had not thought about giving them cakes what i what i can say is that there's nothing more emasculating than pulling up because i'd take uh my wife's um van she has a soccer mom van that's not even like it's a little bit older and it's kind of rusted out a little bit and uh because i don't buy her nice things (laughs) 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 There's just a special kind of emasculation that comes from pulling up a, a true blue like they they look like a, they look like Hell's Angels, man. I mean, I forget they're called the Thunderbirds, I think, or something like that. Um, and nice. stumbling like out of car. like a soccer, and they park right where we do our like. It's not like they're in the same vicinity. They are they park in the area where I deliver cakes in the parking the part of the parking lot where I deliver the cakes. And I love getting out of my van <laughs> in my shorts and pulling out like a Disney princess cake. And then I have to walk around and find the person who bought it. And usually that means walking like around the biker gang, <laughs> like, you know, a princess Barbie cake, uh, and then returning to my soccer van and looking lost a lot of the time. Well, the other day, um, that happened, of course, you know, I 
it's always a Disney princess cake. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they definitely they see like I nodded them and I say hey I'm not you know whatever we we've seen each other every week now for about three months so I mean we we are aware of each other <laughs> and uh, them as a collective entity and me. Um, but later after I delivered all the cakes, we decided we wanted Mexican food. And there's only one Mexican restaurant here in the town that I live in. And it's, I, I think it's very good, but that's irrelevant. Check out Pedro's if you're ever in town. I think they're delicious. Is that, uh, what, uh, Mexico Lindo became? Yeah, it was Mexico. Okay. Mexico Lindo started here in this town and then got very successful and opened up multiple locations. And then there's like some kind of falling out in the family. And so I this the one, guy got deported. That happened later. That happened later. Um, this was way back in the day. Uh, yeah. like basically the son wanted his own restaurant. So it became Pedro's and yeah, then he got deported. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Pedro's. Yeah. That's right. Yep, yep. yep. So now it's Pedro's very good Mexican, uh, way better food than Northern, way better Mexican food than Northern Minnesota deserves. <laughs> um, um, but who should be there, but the same Gaker biker gang, <laughs> they're hanging out outside of, uh, Pedro's when I go there to pick up the food and that wouldn't be inherently interesting <laughs> except in very typical Sam fashion, I spurg out because I'm like, this is the same biker gang. And I don't even know why. There's no reason why. They don't say anything mean to me or anything like that. It was just like, oh my God, people that know that I exist. So uh, first I tried walking in. They were standing in front of the entrance. And instead of like assuming that that was the entrance, I was like, oh, they must be just hanging out smoking in a place that's definitely not the entrance because my brain shuts down in these situations. So the first I tried to walk to the far entrance that was locked, pulled on the door, couldn't get in. Um, then I tried walking into a second door, which turned out to be into the employee's entrance only, uh, to where like the employees get ready and stuff like that. So walked in and I had to be asked to like go through the right door. Uh, so then I walked back out and again, I'm looking all lost. And, uh, at this point, I think that they noticed that I was being weird. So they kind of <laughs> like started kind of like messing with me a little bit. And so then I tried going into, to, uh, Pedro's. And they were like, oh, sorry, man, you can't get in there right now. It's closed for a biker, for a, for a gang, or for a, a club. A club meeting is what they said. And I was like, I've already ordered my food. <laughs> like, I didn't really didn't know what to say. I was like, I just want to pick up my food and go. Mm-hmm. And then they were laughing and they just let me in. There's no really good climax to that story. <laughs> but I had to walk through. But yeah, they were just messing with me. And I mean, the, the entire restaurant was filled with them. And uh, I, you know, how many times can you not? And like, did you ever watch The Office where um, um, he goes with Stanley, the temp goes with Stanley to do a sale and it turns out to be a bunch of really big black guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's uh-huh. like, hi, hi, hi to everybody. Mm-hmm. That was what I was like with this biker game when I was walking <laughs> through the restaurant. I was like, hi, <laughs> hi, hi. Hello. Hi. Giving them like the nod. Uh, then I got my food and it was delicious, but they have not been back. <laughs> They have not been back to the gas station since that day. Well, you scared that's them off. I like to think. That's what I'm saying. I think they figured out that it was my territory. And, uh, Did you they, piss on them? They won't be coming back around here no more. Of course I pissed on them. <laughs> not in my biker town. And not piss on them? Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't have to piss right now. Like you. Excellent. Spent it all on me. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think, you know what? That's a good segue it's both that time. into our next topic. Crust in the wind, roll intro here. I close my ears. 
These bands all had a moment and that moment's gone All these songs Passed before their ears to mediocrity Crust in the wind All they are is crust in the wind all right, we're back. Um, <clears throat> well, this week, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the band is Power Man 5000. Man, did we swing mm. the other way. We're like a pendulum. And the album is none than other than The Noble episode. Rot. Yeah. Okay, let's start uh, first. Uh, do we just give it, okay. are we giving a score first? Let's like just go out of 10 in a row, yeah. Uh, yeah Noble Rot okay. out of 10, seven and a half. Uh, I'd probably give it an... I give it a seven. I don't really like giving half scores. Okay. I think seven is a, an adequate score for this. Uh, for I I this had I I'd, I'd planned for this segment and I had already decided to give it a seven. So man, that's a universal. Yeah, I was gonna say a seven out of ten. It's too. good. Very good. It's good, Very ladies good. and gentlemen. Uh, standout it's tracks. Not anyone? Fantastic. Uh, it's we good. can go round table again. Standout tracks. Uh, first one, Cannibal Killers, uh, and Movie Blood. I thought were both really really good. You liked Movie Blood. I huh? liked Movie Blood. Yeah. Interesting. I thought that was one of the weaker songs on it. I liked, uh, I mean, I'm a sucker. I fucking love the Go-Go's, the band. And their cover of We Got the Beat had me pretty hype. Uh, Cannibal Killers, Kill Everybody, or Kill Everyone, or whatever the name of that song is, is a good track. Yep. Uh, there was, uh, actually, I really liked uh, VHS as well. You liked VHS too? Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I thought, um... If I'm going like B tier, uh, like after standout, like ones that I thought were good, but not like my favorite, uh, Black Lipstick was good, uh, and I did like VHS as well. Okay, cool. I didn't hate VHS, but I, I thought that it was a B tier track, to be honest with you. Cannibal Killers is such a strong opener. I thought the first half of this album was just awesome, so I liked Brave New World, I liked Play God or Play Dead, I liked Black Lipstick. Mm-hmm. Um, special Effects... I think I might be mixing up movie blood and special effects to tell you the truth. There was one song that I really thought started out really weak and then it has an awesome, very, very hard driving instrumental at the end that won me back. Is that, is that special effects? I think it might be. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I don't know if I can tell you off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, I remember yeah. um, when we decided we were going to play this, Sam was like, Sam said right away, he was the first one that listened to it that I know of. And he said in the discord, like, this is actually pretty good. And I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, and I was going to drive somewhere a little ways away, like enough to get through a whole album. And I was like, okay, I'll put, I'll put this on. Uh, and Cannibal Killers started and it has, it's a pretty generic riff opening. I was like, it's going to be a whole album of just like, like another AI writing music. Like, eh, it's going to be a rough one. And then the chorus comes in. It's like, that, that's, this is actually catchy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, it was pretty good. I was really surprised. It's on the. I'll tell you, it's been added to my gym rotation. It's great gym music. If if you're a guy that likes or a girl that likes music in the gym, Power Man Five Thousand, The Noble Rot is an outstanding gym album. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, everybody. I think. Well, I mean, uh, it's part of our uh, stipulations for one of these Crest in the Wind bands is that they have one objectively uh, successful song, and I think probably everybody and their mother has heard When Worlds oh, Collide yeah. at this point. Um. The new, this, the Noble Rot, which came out in 2020, I don't remember the exact date, 
but it came out last year. Um, it's not anything new. So if you're going in expecting like a new version of Power Man 5000 that you're going to be surprised and elated about, that's just like so different from the original version, you're going to be disappointed. It's bas- they've basically been they've maintained consistency. However, like the interesting thing is, it just compared to the last album we looked at, the Trapped album, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. They've maintained a certain degree of consistency except the consistency for trapped was they're bad <laughs> true like, i i remember liking power man 5000 like i i don't know what it is it's like the industrial new metal i don't know like that weird like pseudo synthesized guitar sound and everything's like grinding and like just constantly pounding uh i found enjoyable not in a gay way you know course but <laughs> i found it enjoyable in a very gay way in a very gay way all right you heard it here uh but yeah i mean it's gonna it's good it's if you liked power man 5000 <laughs> at any point you're gonna like this album basically is the gist of it like uh i think that's probably pretty fair to say like they, they've maintained um cory posted this uh twitter post from the main guy spider one who is rob zombie's brother mm-hmm. fun trivia fact it sounds like rob zombie ish too like that's yeah one of the it most does it definitely does Im- for sure immediate makes yep. sense like if you didn't know that and then suddenly you know that then you go back and listen to it you'll see that like they're totally <laughs> hanging out and collaborating yeah. like that yeah. is just oh, yeah. it, just, sure. it just makes sense it just fits and uh the tweet was actually i'll just pull up the exact tweet so i don't uh misread it and it made me laugh because it's Especially for bands of this era, it's very hard to come across a musician that's this self-aware. Um, and this actually ties into the topics we were kind of talking about last episode regarding like cancel culture, etc. And this is from Spider One, who is the main guy for uh, Power Man 5000. That's Rob Zombie's brother. Uh, it, he said on Twitter, if you cancel everybody that's ever done anything bad then I will be the only one left and you will have to listen to When Worlds Collide on repeat for all of eternity. <laughs> that's really funny. True. There's a Which lot is that a legit that tweet. tweet. It is. That's a great... And it's funny too because uh, like as like trying to do research uh, on the band and on Spider-1 because he's kind of, you know, he's like, he is Power Man 5000. Um, trying to do like research kind of like the Trapped guy. I, not a lot, uh, not a lot on this guy. He's not like in the news or doing crazy shit or he's just like, I don't want to say he's a normal dude. But he's like not doing crazy stuff. He's just compared compared to the trap lead singer screaming at guys saying that he's making music for football players who were <laughs> bullying who you. Yeah, fuck their, yeah. Their put you in the garbage can. You know, he's yeah. just like thirty year old English teachers. Like he just chills around his house. He's he pays all his bills on a royalty of a one song he wrote <laughs> twenty years ago, uh, and he just sits around tweeting about how he doesn't identify as being a human being. Uh, and how he's from the future, and how like all these other musicians just now getting into rock music are posers. <laughs> he's living Excellent. the dream right on that is the dream yeah, i'm not that gonna lie truly to you. the dream i've always been a power man 5000 fan from this doing doing this crest in the wind segment i'm an elevated power man 5000 fan same like, i really like their music i really like what they're doing i there's certain bands um that when they get together and they put out an album it just sounds like they're having fun it doesn't feel forced it just feels like they're just jamming and putting out what they want to make and if you feel it you feel it and if you don't you don't and yeah, this was it's like a natural progression. Yeah, it feels so natural. Like there's nothing commercial or forced about this music, and I really like that. 
Um, it happens to be in a genre. There's, I, I'm not saying they're the only ones doing it. It happens to be in a genre I already like. Um, so it resonates really well with me. But I really had a good time listening to this and, and then going back and listening to a lot of other Power Man 5000. Yeah. And like, you know, we, we talk a lot about music on this podcast or especially like in the earlier days. It might surprise you to find out that we all pretty much universally enjoyed this. I guess that that's not too much of a surprise. We like Ghost. I think there's similar ghost-like qualities. Yeah, I would Power say Man that, yeah. 5000. Oh, wait a second. Uh, Hang on, guys. Oh boy, here we go. Do you go. remember when I said they were going to they were playing a show in Madison, Tom? Pretty far away. Yeah, I do. Oh, well, they're playing a show just before that <laughs> in Chippewa Falls, which is like just that's north of Eau, of uh, Eau Claire. Yeah. That's not that far. We could actually go to that. No, <laughs> yeah, we were just that far that. away. We were just talking before that we'd want to see a Power uh, Man you say, 5000 Sam? show. How many hours is that? Um, it's like, uh, it's it's not much further than driving to this. For us, it's about the same as driving to Minneapolis. Okay. Sweet. I would I would be down for that. I would go see Power. I just want to get back to shows in general. So, I dude, I know. For sure. For sure. Uh, that's in September. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually down. We could go to a we could go to a Power Man show. Sure. Jack that would, would be go. pretty fucking dang. Jack would go. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm done. Let's okay. We'll, we'll you mean off. talk shop alum? True. We Jack least, Hollow. We mention, on I'm trying. Twitch? I'm trying to make sure we at least mention him at least once every episode. Oh yeah, for sure. He's he's our boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's the yeah, talk he's shop one of my boy. He's our. On Earth. Yeah, yeah he's the Twitch. Him. He's a Twitch boy, and we're we're so proud of him. Mm-hmm. Jack, if you're listening, which you're probably not. He's not. Let's be He's realistic. <laughs> so, uh, we'll but keep, if you we'll are, on the off chance that you are, we'll keep coordinating uh, offline here. Uh, see if, if you read the Bible, I will tell you uh, the prodigal son. If you read the prodigal son, that he's out right now. He's he's spending all of his money and he's living high. But one day he'll come back to us, and and we will run out to him, arms open, and welcome him back. That's for sure. Absolutely, for sure. Can I say just I, like I, we did with Power Man Five Thousand? That is such a. Speaking of biblical stories, I went and saw a. a I went and, uh, Crest in the Wind, good album. Go check out Power Man Five Thousand. I went and saw a high school play of Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh yeah, tonight, right before I came here to record. Right on. And uh, I went into it pretty cynical. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna suck." They it was it was genuinely good. I had my niece and uh, a family friend's daughter in it. That's good. That's and awesome. Everybody. Everybody did a fantastic job. There, everybody in it was was charismatic and gave a a good performance. And I, I just gotta say, it takes balls. I can't imagine at the age of like thirteen through seventeen, getting out there and putting myself out there the way they did tonight, like um, singing. Like there was a lot of singing solos. Like the whole the whole play is singing, right? Mm-hmm. And dancing. They did a lot of dance numbers and they did a bunch of stuff like that. But what I see from the perspective of my age right now, what I don't understand is how do you get a bunch of kids that age excited about something like that? Yeah, you like, have to really want to do it. Era, yeah, you like, you don't yeah. you can't get like okay, not can't, but it's gonna come through in the performance, like being forced or being like dragged to being in a play. Yeah, that's hard. You have to want to do it. And also, I, I found that I have a new very favorite game when I go and do that. Go ahead. Um, anytime, and, and, and I don't know how often I'll be going to high school productions in my life. I don't know. But I think my favorite thing is going to be who who's going to come out as gay in their early 20s? <laughs> <laughs> I just go down the line. It was like a cast of 50. And I was like, who's gonna, who's coming out at the Christmas party in 2026? <laughs> who's it going to be? That's funny. 
Wow. But props to uh, that. Props to New Wine here in Minnesota. It was genuinely good, and I, I can't believe you found such talented young people who were enthusiastic and willing to do that. Good for you guys. And Joseph right is a crazy story, man. It has it all. It is, yeah. It is a it like is a Joseph good story. Is a, it's a great story, man. It's true. Well, let's I, see. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh uh, no, I just forgotten things. Like he's sold into slavery, and then he interprets dreams. And like years later, mm-hmm. the pharaoh needs a dream, and so like the guy whose dream he interpreted is like, I know a guy. Well, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like in charge. He's like the right hand man. And, and then, then pharaoh's I, wife's like. I want that. Yeah, Joseph Dick. the whole reason yeah. he's in jail in the first place is because he he had like that solid D. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like she wanted it. He but, had game. Joseph had game. And I love the fact that uh, he messes with his brother so much when they come back from <laughs> when they come from Caden. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd completely forgotten about that part of the story. Completely forgot that like he says he's not going to give him food. Then he does give them food. Then he hides his gold cup in, in Benjamin's sack, and that's all biblical. Mm-hmm. That all have I I. You know, I was raised in the church. I've read the story a million times. I just hadn't thought about it in a long time. Talk about a Bible story that needs to be made to a movie. The story of Joseph is It's a good story. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I agree. Has it For all. Sure. Has it all. For sure. Intrigue, prison, big but, dicks. But the whole reason I brought up, the whole reason I started thinking, <laughs> of, so the whole reason I started thinking about who's going to come out as gay in, in 2026 was because I was, I was wondering if there's any chance that like, because... Joseph's whole problem was that he turned down Potter, Potiphar's super hot wife. Mm-hmm. And maybe he was just super moral, but I was just wondering if maybe he was like one of those super gay, charismatic, in the closet dudes. <laughs> could <laughs> be. Probably sacrilegious. But, we'll uh, never know, but we'll it could know. be. That's an interpretation. I was just picturing it like how funny it would be if he was like seen as the moral figure and it turns out that he just liked dudes. And that's why, that's why he was so popular in prison. And hey! that's why he had such an eye for fashion. Telling you, true, telling yeah, that you. Could, the rainbow it, coat is all about fashion, isn't Hell it? Man, yeah. it works. It's actually true. Yeah, <laughs> invite true. me to Joseph your kids. Joseph was gay. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Tim said, "Invite it, me to me. your kids' high school play." This is what I'm going to think about. All right, that's was not planned. I just spilled out. <laughs> all right, well, uh, last <laughs> item on crest of the wind. I think, I don't, unless somebody uh, has anything to add. No. Okay. I'm well, good. last item then. Uh, next week or next podcast. Uh, we're going to be doing a Chevelle album. Oh, Chevelle. Excellent. Um, what are they known for? What's the song? The like the big one? What was uh, their like, one hit? Um, what the fuck? Seeing Red Again. I don't know what the song was. It called Seeing Red, but that was what it was. Seeing Red Again. Seeing Red oh, Again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, the Red is the song. I know we didn't have like a whole lot of interesting, like compared to the Trapped thing. Oh, there's just not a lot to go like, on. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. he's a pretty it's, straightforward it's a, dude. Yeah. It's a solid album. Very well produced. Very well mixed, I'd say. Like it has everything that Power Man 5000 always was. Uh, the guy's interesting. The lyrics are, you know, they're a little edge lordy, <laughs> but they're still pretty interesting. But they're, but not in like an obnoxious They're wacky. Way. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's self-aware. Yeah, I would say wacky it, is the yeah, best way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, self-aware is a big part of it. Like, yeah. they know what they're doing. They know they're playing to their audience, which is totally fine. Uh, Instead overall, of listening to it rolling my eyes, I was listening to it all the time and I was like, oh, you little scamps. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, this is awesome. Like yeah, they yeah. Written songs about like bugs taking over the world. In that yeah, same okay. way, it's, it's, yeah. Ghost, insects. Ghost is actually such rule. an app. Ghost is such an app comparison. Actually, I agree. Because like you, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean they they have they it's a band around a theme, you know. Uh, yeah, I, nothing. It's I mean all the songs kind of sound the same. I guess that's my biggest criticism. Mm-hmm. But that's always been. A I criticism can't tell. Of Power, Man Five Thousand. I think that's a criticism of like industrial rock in general. Uh, maybe it's just yeah, because I'm sure. not a big enough fan. I'm not like super into it. I haven't heard a lot. I don't have like a palette or anything for it. But it all kind of sounds the same. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like Trent Reznor leading Corn. That's kind of what Power Man Five Thousand sounds like. Yeah, that's actually pretty apt. I got to say. Ah. <laughs> uh. Power Man 5000. Who would have thought? 2020. Holy <laughs> 2021. Crap. I'm much less excited about Chevelle. I've never been able to get into their wine uh, vocals. And the, the but, new uh, album, it's called uh, Neurotius? Nariatas? No, yes. Nariatas? And it's a concept okay. album. Oh, God. That's, that's from what right. I understand. So we'll see. Do we know what it's about? You Can we tease will I a little sacrifice? Bit? It's sci-fi? And I think that's about it. Well, all it's I know. the first um, t- between Trapped and Power Man. Uh, neither of those albums had their own Wikipedia page. This one does. Interesting. Interesting. Is that right. a good sign? Find out next week. We'll find out. Or next two weeks. Two weeks from now? Whenever, whenever. the next episode comes up. <laughs> so sometime. Sometime in the future, you'll, I'm sure you'll hear about you it. You losers. Uh, even though the album already came <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah. Well, I guess we're at that point, boys. Time for what did yeah. we learn? What did we learn today? Uh, I learned that uh, Abe Lincoln did 9-11. Good one, good one. I learned that there are only three things that are inevitable in life. Death, taxes, and that you will look up pictures of your wife taking giant pipe if you find out she used to be a porn star. Giant pipe, huh? Excellent. And I learned that the number one, the top tier hangout for club meetings for biker gang is Mexican restaurants in northern Minnesota. <laughs> True. Who knew? You just have to, oh, so to finish that picture, just so you understand, because like, I don't know that I sold how just deliciously awkward it was. <laughs> I uh, am going through my 30 year crisis. And one very um, clear sign of that is I've started wearing... Um, the kind of hat that like five will wear. What are they called? Scully caps. Mm, um, yep. Because when you go bald and you can't change your hairstyle, you start wearing funny hats. Um, <laughs> so you just have to picture me in my leather coat and a Scully cap uh, going and getting kicked out of the restaurant to, and then having to maneuver my way through the crowd to get mm, in going, yep. hi, hi, to every biker member that there was. <laughs> Excellent. Scully caps, baby. I'm not ashamed of it. I'll wear it to church tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Now we're talking. Scully right. caps for life, baby. All right. Well, thank you for uh, listening, everybody. Yeah. yeah Holy smokes. Uh, hour and 30. What the heck? Uh, yeah. As always, tell a friend if you so desire. Uh, it really helps us out. More people that hear it. Um, oh, I can't believe I almost forgot this. There's a an exclusive talk shop track that dropped i got my hands on a very very rare oh, yeah. rap track featuring ice cube and um uh, tupac and uh, oh, yeah. big and Snoop i'll be honest Dog. i figured that was going to be the theme song to this episode instead of the usual i thought you were going to put that as like the 
No, I'll leave it up to everybody to go check it out. We have the exclusive track on our channel. Uh, it's really great. I can't believe we were able to get our hands on it, frankly. It's, it's pretty amazing. Um, so check that out. Uh, uh, new dad picker on the way. We just recorded it yesterday. Oh, yeah. I th- yesterday. Uh, two days ago. Or was it? Two no, maybe it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Okay. It was yeah. yesterday. That's right. Uh, we recorded a new dad picker. Uh, this one's probably going to take a little while in the can to kind of edit. It'll be funny, though. It will be funny. I promise. I'm hyped. Um, I really like the dad picker videos. I'll I'll watch. Excellent. So you have that to look forward to. I am hoping to get it out before we record the next episode. We'll kind of see how life goes. Um, this one's going to be really editing intensive, so we'll kind of see how it happens. But uh, yeah, check that stuff out. Um, check out the website for all of our dad pick reviews uh, and other such nonsense. If you're into that sort of thing, the talkshop.com. And. Yeah, that's everything, I think, boys. Thanks thanks, thanks for, for tuning in, everybody. Yeah, and thanks for joining me, lads. Really oh, appreciate it. Always a pleasure. I, 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 Everybody's committing the time. I miss I miss Jack. I genuinely do, but I do think that the break, it has nothing to do with him leaving, so when I say this, it's not because of that. I think that the break we took has renewed the energy a little bit. I've really enjoyed recording this again with you. So. For sure. Yeah, well, I thanks, agree. Thanks Simon for doing it with the same me, way. I really, It's and been good. Jack, if you're listening, I see on Discord you're playing Wildermyth. I don't know what the hell that is. But if for some reason you get the inkling at any point to come back, we'll be here, buddy. I promise. On our knees, mouths open. Mouths open. Tits uh, exposed. (laughs) For you to spray your lungs. Okay, we got to pinch this off. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye. bye. Thanks, everybody.